Hello, and welcome to Tarot Closet Reflections, where we discuss spirituality and tarot for the low-key and undercover. I am your host, Hawthorne. another podcast i hope you have been enjoying these podcasts so far today we will be talking about the masks we wear there's an old proverb i remember hearing when i was younger or maybe reading um i don't remember the exact wording but basically there are three selves that a man has One he shows to society, one he shows to his family, and one that he only knows. Everyone walks around wearing specific aspects of themselves. This shows up in many forms and affects us all differently. For me and for other people, it often shows up in the form of code switching, which is the act of altering how you express yourself based upon your audience. This is something that a lot of people who grew up in two different cultures, maybe their parents immigrated from another country and came here to America, or even something that African Americans have to deal with on a daily basis. However, we're not gonna go into code switching. We're just going to talk about the psychological mess that we all wear and have to deal with on a regular basis. For most of us, we learn to protect ourselves with this defense mechanism, altering our personality traits to ensure our safety in the world. By adopting certain behavioral patterns, we unconsciously or consciously seek out security and stability we wear different kinds of masks to keep us from getting too hurt however doing so we close ourselves off from authentic true relationships and often find ourselves stuck becoming authentic in itself is a process to begin knowing our true selves to understand our own personality traits behaviors values and beliefs needs goals and having the courage to acknowledge our limitations and embrace our own vulnerabilities you'll know that you've discovered your authentic self because your thoughts beliefs and actions will originate from deep within and they'll be resistant to outside influence or external pressures more likely resistant However, I find that if you are not comfortable in being your authentic self, then it might be not as easy or not as, yeah, it just won't be as easy to stick with those core values and beliefs. The result of this authenticity is a genuine quiet, vitalizing fulfillment and confidence that often resists anxieties, self-doubt, and stress that life can cause. Wearing 
A mask protects us all from vulnerability. For many of us, we fear that if we stand tall and exposed, we might appear weak in some way. But when you wear your mask, you stand in resistance to your true self, your true life, and end up getting attached to realities that conflict with who you really are. So, here are five different masks that we all tend to wear. The first one is the the positive persona. This is a person where it seems like they have it all together, even when they're falling apart on the inside. Superficially confident, overly friendly, they always seem to know where they're going, know what they want, their life is simply perfect. And in reality, it's such a fraud, their life might be far from perfect, far from peaches and roses and everything that they might have posted or shown on social media. In knowing this, this can cause their self-esteem to come shattering down eventually because the weight and the stress of keeping up such a perfect persona or perfect life begins to weigh on them. In many ways, most of us are guilty of having this facade and causing many friends and loved ones to feel hopeless and shameful and sad. But that was never really our intention. Even I myself for a long time did my best to appear perfect and well put together. However, over time, like with wearing any mask, these things become tiring. It is often relieving and validating to finally be able to find someone you can confide in and learning that your friend struggles and deals with the very same issue that you're struggling with. Which is why it is important that we learn to remove our masks and open up to those closest to us. It's important to note with this perfect persona that life is never perfect. Life is life. But exposing your true and perfect self can open up a world of deeper, more meaningful, and supportive relationships. Next one is the strong man personality. It is often baffling and amazing how many people hold up this persona of being strong even when everything else is falling apart. From the outside, others seem to be somehow holding it all together, juggling their different roles without skipping a beat. When in reality, we all have moments when our troubles feel so, so much bigger than we are, and our faith and belief feel so, so very small. We all can get to a point when it seems like we just can't take another step and there's no no issue in admitting that 
let those that love you help you carry some of that burden take some of that weight off your shoulder and allow yourself to open up to the love and support of those closest to you sharing your hopes your fears your dreams your hurts isn't a sign of weakness isn't a sign of weakness at all people who genuinely truly care about you want to help you and want to see you succeed you don't have to be the strong one you don't have to carry that burden all by yourself it's okay to ask help next the intellectual um the know-it-all the know-it-all there's this quote that i think seems to be very befitting by kurt von gut gut von gut um we are what we pretend to be so we must be careful about what we pretend to be it is very 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 tempting to you know strut your stuff we all want to feel like the smart gifted person in the room and growing up as a kid this was often praised for being intelligent or proficient in one particular subject or another this i believe often feeds into the imposter syndrome that we all fear it is a condition or a feeling that we all have experienced where we feel like we do not know enough to be in the particular room or the situation that we're in perhaps you get hired to a job and over time you start feeling that perhaps they made a mistake in hiring you like maybe somehow your qualifications just aren't enough and you manage to pull the wool over HR's eyes and somehow trick them into hiring you. And you're afraid that somebody's going to find out that you don't know as much as you know. But it's important to note that there will always be someone who is smarter than you. Whether they're known to you to your face or somewhere out there lurking about in society however that does not that does not mean that you yourself aren't smart or intelligent in your own way we must learn to pull the emphasis off of being special or the gifted child this is something a mess that I know I've struggled with because growing up I was in honors classes for most of high school yeah for most of high school and so it is growing up in that environment with other smart and intelligent kids and taking higher level courses um can and just being around in that culture can really aid into this feeling of being 
smart, intelligent, and, you know, special for being on such a higher level, reading on such a higher level. Math was always not my strong suit, but everything else I took honors classes in, and it wasn't until college when I started feeling this imposter syndrome that, you know, maybe I got accepted into the school by mistake, and, you know, maybe these um, admission counselors didn't quite realize that I wasn't as smart as I thought I was. Um, however, like I mentioned, it's important to remove the emphasis on being special, on being gifted, and remember that we grow in wisdom and understanding, and gaining that wisdom and understanding takes, we grow in wisdom and understanding. And in order to get to that level of wisdom and understanding, it takes many, many failures. Unfortunately, you cannot be good at everything. And when you stop watching yourself and searching people around you for the special or gifted qualities and start just appreciating people for being people, then you'll naturally see how wonderful and awesome that person is. Superiority at the end of the day is only an illusion and it is subjective to the person. It is not a real definable way in which we can measure people. We are all, humanity is unique, humanity is special as a whole, and yet we are all the same. So, take the pressure off yourself of needing to know everything about everything. Take time to contemplate, to think before you speak, and to be humble. And give others a chance to interact, talk, and brainstorm and share their ideas with you too. Because taking that time, you'll soon realize how wonderfully unique we all are. Next is the nice guy or gal persona. Like most people, we all want to be liked and we all fear rejection because ultimately we don't want to be alienated or be alone. We're social beings, despite my love of being by myself. And I do enjoy being by myself a lot of the times. I must admit, I do miss human interaction every once in a while. Usually the nice guy, the nice gal persona is agreeable to most people. They agree with others whether they want to or not me (laughs) they are afraid to stand up to people and deathly afraid of conflict also me growing up and in my life i've often commented about how people 
were never treating me right or I felt that people weren't returning my kindness. But of course I'd keep on giving it out anyways. I was a doormat. I still am a doormat. And I need to learn to leave this nice girl mentality and move on. We all need to respect and appreciate ourselves and demand that respect from others. I need to learn to say no. We need to learn to say no. You need to learn to say no. And take myself off of yes on autopilot. Being a doormat can be very comforting at times, especially when you've used it for most of your life. But while you're going on making others happy, are you truly being happy yourselves? Is other people's happiness really worth sacrificing your own? Over time, I became conscious of my people-pleasing habits. And I realized that people-pleasing wasn't necessarily getting me what I want. And instead, I became somewhat miserable. I began trying to notice some of my habitual responses to people and slowly I'm making changes you know this is a mask perhaps that might need to be taken off slowly you know turn down one request here or there maybe express what you truly think you know at first two people you know that truly care about you and love you Making an emphasis to put your needs first is the only way to truly, one, love yourself, and two, be, it allows you to better love others. This, for me, is going to be a difficult process, and it begins with self-love. A self-love that is so strong and abundant that not only does it allow you and empower you with the ability to say no but it shows on the outside and it shows people that you not only value yourself and your own opinions and thoughts but it extends to them you value their opinions and thoughts as well Next is the last one, and that is the grumpy old man (laughs) or lady, doesn't matter. Usually the grumpy old man is often the opposite of the people pleaser. They are disagreeable with everything. They always often find something to be upset about. Why? Well, I mean... If you think about it, what purpose could this mask possibly bring? And I'm sure we all know that one person who seems to be grumpy or upset about something. 
being a meanie pants is an intimidation factor. Um, And most often people fall into this persona for a lack of confidence. Such macho bullying behavior often attempts to protect to protect their fragile fragile inner self-esteem issues. For if you appear tough and macho on the outside, grumpy and mean on the outside, they think that it will keep you from experiencing hurt, rejection, or being embarrassed again. Unfortunately, this can often lead people to just end up being alone, feeling scared and fearful. And ironically, having this type of mask only isolates you more from other people. If this is a persona that you find yourself in, let's try to stop projecting your own pain onto other people. When you resist wearing this mask, when you resist wearing this mask, it allows you to build your confidence. It allows other people to truly get to know you because no one wants to be around a grouchy person. And at the end of the day, don't we all just want to be loved and accepted? So if you find yourself wearing the grumpy old man mask, start taking it off. Start showing people that warm and lovable side of you. Because while life may be difficult and challenging, I feel that the connections that we're able to make with other people are worth the challenges that we may face. As my favorite psychologist, Carl Jung said, not really, he's like a little bit messed up, but I've been quoting him a lot, so right now he's my favorite. If you do not own or know your darker aspects of yourself, you will project your own negative repressed elements onto other people. I mean, at the end of the day, do you really want to be going through life afraid and feared by others? And wouldn't it be nice for once to just be able to be comfortable and enjoy stepping outside of that box and stretching your legs and truly enjoying how wonderful people can be. Alrighty, so now that we have talked about the different masks that people can wear, I guess I'll leave you with some homework. Yay, homework. So... You don't have to do it. It's totally okay. But a fun and interesting activity 
that I have done is to draw the different masks that you think you wear. Sit down. You know, you can print out an image of like a blank mask or draw one out yourself if you'd like and just sit down and draw what you think each of your different masks might look like you know if you identify with more than one of the mask archetypes I talked about today draw more than one and then maybe think about after you've drawn out the mask you've colored it and decorated it the way you think this mask appears to other people think about and write down the areas and the times and the situations you feel that you wear these masks the most i mean is it a combination of some of these archetypes i know it is for myself so then perhaps Maybe draw one mask with all three different archetypes, or you can draw them all separately. It's up to you. But I found this little exercise exercise (laughs) very insightful, to be honest. Um, The first time I did this exercise, I didn't really think about it a whole lot the different type of masks I wear, the different parts of my face that I show. Like, I knew, I I know that I wear different masks around different people. Um, it's, it's something that, especially growing up in the black community, it's something that we're taught to do, like, as a child. Not necessarily explicitly, but we see it done growing up as a child you know simply just watching our parents interact and it's something you've even learned you don't even have to be black watching your parents interact but specifically I have my customer service voice and my I'm hanging out with my homegirls so draw your different masks whether you know it's just your different psychological masks like I talked about now or if you straddle the line between two different cultures and your different masks you wear when interacting and dealing with different cultures and society why not include it all um I really think this is something insightful and something that we don't always pay much attention to or think about um yeah, and let me know if you do do this activity. Did you find it insightful? Did you find it helpful? Did any of these mask archetypes connect with you? If so, and if you're comfortable sharing, let me know. I always love talking to you guys. And finally, I just want to leave you one last quote. A little food for thought. We all wear masks, and the time comes when we cannot remove them without removing some of our own skin. So, think about that.
Yes, indeed, we all wear masks, and it would be wonderful and nice if we could live in a society where we were more accepting of who we are authentically, and we accepted each other for who they were, their true authentic self. So why not start with you? Start with your group, your family of friends. Be that person that truly embraces someone for who they are for their authentic selves and maybe eventually that'll spread to other people surrounding you and hopefully at some point in society it is less feared to be our authentic selves thank you all i hope you have a wonderful day and a great rest of your week again i'd like to thank you for joining me on tarot closet reflections if you have any questions or would like to connect with me further you can look for me on instagram at tarot underscore closet underscore reflections there i'll often post my daily tarot draws as well as other topics related to tarot and spirituality I'd love it if you'd connect with me and comment down below. Share with me any ideas or tips that you might have to better this podcast. As with anything, I hope that this podcast will spark some discussion. Perhaps answer any questions or give you useful advice in your own spirituality or tarot practice as with anything take what resonates and leave the rest behind i am your host hawthorne have a wonderful day or evening mm-hmm.